Hi, this is Bob Scrivano, and welcome to Navigating Frailty, a roadmap for California families, the care planning and estate management podcast for Californians. This podcast is presented by Assets and Aging and airs every other week on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and of course my website, assetsandaging.com. If you are in California and you or a loved one are beginning to confront some of the realities of seniorhood, such as physical deterioration, dad can't walk too well anymore, mom has trouble getting out of a chair, if you're confronted with frailty, the, ability, the inability to deal with ADLs, activities of daily living like standing, sitting, bathing, uh, toileting, feeding themselves, preparing meals, drug management, all those kinds of things. If you're looking at a mental decline or cognitive decline in someone you love, uh, whether it's a dementia or Alzheimer's, the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's is really, truly real, folks. There are at least 5 million people in, in the United States, let alone in California, have Alzheimer's, and that's one of only 8 to 10 kinds of dementia. The risk of dementia is real, and a lot of times somebody thinks that dad just has, ah, oh, he's just got a little, he forgets where his car keys are. That's not dementia. Dementia is forgetting the normal things of life, like how to use a can opener or who my daughter is, or my granddaughter is, or what's the purpose of a knife, or how to use a fork, or what's toilet paper for, or how do I use soap? Those are the things that people need to be concerned about. The other thing is, remember, if dad's suffering from or mom from a little dementia, the reality is that little dementia is going to become a lot of dementia. What about risk of stroke? I've used a phrase for years called, what happens if the stroke fails? If the stroke succeeds, I'm deceased. If the, if the stroke fails, I could be an invalid for months or years, unable to walk, unable to feed myself, unable, unable to take care of the necessities of life, unable to drive, unable to do all kinds of things. What about a heart attack? That now dad can't get out. Dad's not allowed to drive anymore. Or mom, it could be mom, whoever it is. What about the risk of falling? How many of you know a senior who has fallen or broken a hip or broken an ankle or broken a, an arm or a wrist trying to protect themselves? How many of you know people that are at really a fall? Have you ever watched somebody you love go up and down stairs? And you've said to yourself uh, quietly in your head, that's not good. How many of you are dealing with the enormous stress of being or observing a caregiver? A mom, a dad, a daughter, whoever it is. The stress of caregiving for someone with dementia is off the charts, folks. In fact, there's one statistic that says, because quite often mom's taking care of dad or vice versa, that in, in one-third of the cases, the well spouse, the caregiver, will die first. Now what do we do? The, the, the stress of being a caregiver is enormous. Who in your family, who that you know or love, are you looking at that is beginning to fade as a result of being a caregiver? Then you have some work to do. And assets and aging can help you. Plus, you should probably bookmark this podcast right now and share it with someone to whom it will be of value, somebody you know and love that could benefit from this podcast. 
The topic for today's episode is an important one. The outlook for California seniors in 2021. Remember, a couple things I've got to get out of the way right now. Remember, I'm not an attorney. I don't practice law. I don't give legal advice. Everything we talk about on, on this podcast is my opinion only and should never be taken as any form of legal tax or financial advice. I do, however, have a legal document assistant license recorded and my bond is recorded in Sacramento County, California, which allows me to prepare legal documents at your direction and request anywhere in California. Um, I also have a California insurance license. doesn't have anything to do with this podcast, but I have to tell you that I have one so everybody's happy. And again, remember, everything we talk about on this podcast is my opinion only. It's really a privilege to be recording my premiere episode, the first of many, as well as today's topic, which is the outlook for California seniors in 2021. I'll be talking about future podcast topics, and there's more to come, and you're going to love them. Because if you care about seniors, if you love a senior, this is the podcast, this is the place you want to be for complete, current, up-to-date information. Today's topic, what California seniors have to look forward to in 2021. Let me tell you, if you think last year, this year, was stressful, difficult, complicated, dangerous, if you thought 2020 was difficult, let me tell you, next year is going to be a doozy. Wait until next year. I want to thank you very much for listening. This episode is premiering on Saturday, November 28th, 2020. So to my very first listeners, I hope you had a very happy Thanksgiving and are enjoying the weekend. And to those of you listening later, I hope you will check out some of my other podcast episodes. Okay, it's only a month away from January. So, in no particular order, let's talk about the issues that are going to still be huge in 2021. Nursing homes, have you been paying attention? As I speak... Today, and as you listen to this today, at least 90,000 seniors have died in nursing homes. As I broadcast this, just under 7,000 seniors have died in nursing homes of COVID. Do you realize that's about 35% of all the people in California who have died of COVID died in nursing homes, 34%. By the way, those numbers come from the Department of Healthcare Services and the LA Times. I didn't make them up. That is not going to change drastically. It will continue to be an issue. I just talked to somebody at a nursing home today, 60 of the people in that nursing home, and it's a good nursing home, have COVID and 20 staff. Nursing homes have become the number one place where people die. I know everybody focuses on the number, which as I'm speaking today is about 250,000. But when you stop and think about 90,000 of those people died in a nursing home, folks, that's a staggering number. That number will begin to level out, but it's going to continue to be a, a, a difficult, difficult situation for everyone. 
People right now are not allowed into nursing homes. They're not allowed into assisted livings. I have family members who have not been able to say goodbye to their loved ones who have died in nursing homes. I have, I have clients who have not been able to pick up the remains from a nursing home. They haven't been able to go say goodbye. They haven't been able to do all the things that we normally would do in life. And that's going to continue from the time of this broadcast on for many, many, many months. And are you going to be prepared for it? And we're going to talk more about that as we go through this podcast. But it's really important. As a result of that, are you prepared to deal with it? Are, are you? Do you have a plan in place? Are you ready for that? Are you prepared to make decisions? I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. But it's going to be, become more and more and more critical that not only do you face this issue, but you're prepared to deal with it and you have a plan in place. That's where I come in. I've been doing this for a long time, 35 years, longer than most anybody else. And I've had a radio program on KFBK in Sacramento for 22 years. I've been talking about this for a long time. And more now than ever, you have to be prepared for this and you have to get help and you have to have a plan. If nursing homes are are, are going to be a death trap and, and they're going to be into the future, what's your alternate? Well, the alternate is going to be home care. The alternate is going to be people are going to need to stay at home. So again, what's your plan for that? What What's your plan to keep dad at home or mom at home? Who's going to be the caregiver? How are we going to pay for all of that? Who's going to choose? How do we pick? Where is it going to happen? Uh, is, is dad going to stay at their house with mom or dad, or are we going to move into the granddaughter's house? If we're going to stay at home, what's our plan for doing that? Do you have a plan? Because that's the alternate to not going to a nursing home right now. The alternate used to be assisted living, but you can't get into assisted living. It's very difficult right now. Boarding cares are difficult. Care homes are hotbeds for the spread of this, folks. So home care is going to be one of the safest places. Are you ready? Do you have a plan? Is it in writing? Is the family on board? Have you held a family conference? One of the things I've done a lot of in 30 years is help facilitate family conferences. I can help with that. What about Medi-Cal moving forward? Medi-Cal is the primary payer for long-term care in California for nursing homes. Medi-Cal also has some other programs you might be interested in. IHSS, in-home supportive services that may help pay for a caregiver. There's There's the PACE program, which is a program for people with Alzheimer's to receive adult daycare so the caregiver can get a break. What about Medi-Cal? What about recovery? In 2017, the recovery laws changed in California, and supposedly, recovery was done away with. That's the right for Medi-Cal to recover from a person's estate after they die for the cost of long-term care. Well, guess what? From April the 1st until of, of 2017 until September the 30th of this year, the state of California has ripped out of the estates of dead old people. Are you are you sitting down? Are you holding your breath? Over over 14 million dollars. Now, that number I will expect. Remember this is about the looking forward to 2021. I will expect that number to increase significantly. 
Because Medi-Cal is recovering from probate estates, most counties' probate courts are closed, so there's going to be a lot, a, a big disgorgement next year when those probate courts start to open up of people who have found out that their estate is being is a creditor in probate, and Medi-Cal is going to recover next year millions. I expect it to be over six to seven million dollars in 2021. And the reality is people won't know that's going to happen. So another call to do something is if you prepared, if you are going to need Medi-Cal, is your estate prepared or do you have essential documents? Do you have things in place that are going to make sure your family doesn't get added to the $14 million that has been ripped out of the estates of dead senior citizens who needed Medi-Cal, who were in nursing homes, and who died. All right. VA, bad news here. A couple of years ago, the VA changed all its rules and regulations when it comes to a wonderful VA benefit called aid in attendance. This was a terrific benefit, and because of some lobbying by nonprofits, this benefit was gutted. And whereas, let's say, 100 people, vets used to be able to qualify for this, now no more than 10 to 20% of those same people under the new rules will be able to qualify. Aid in attendance is a wonderful benefit to help people stay at home. It's been gutted by the VA for lots of reasons that I don't have time to go into here. We'll be talking about that in future podcasts. Uh, but that, that benefit called aid in attendance is not available to nearly as many people. Uh, and it was done at a time, and by the way, this was done in uh, 16, I think. All this stuff was done under the former administration and all done in California, uh, or most of it in California. That's where the impetus for all these changes came. Um, so that benefit is not as available to people as it used to be to help stay home. There are, are new regs that were promulgate, promulgated about 8, 10 years ago that are sitting there that have been approved that have never been implemented in California relating to Medi-Cal. There's a good chance that could happen next year as the state looks for more money to balance the budget because Medi-Cal is the biggest single expenditure. Healthcare is the biggest expe- single expenditure under the California budget. The unknown. What's the outlook for 2020? I don't know. Folks, how many of you would have guessed this in January of 2020 where all of this was going? I don't know what's going to happen next year. We have the flu season coming up. The normal flu season, which, by the way, kills 40,000 people a year in California. That's the regular flu. So the unknown, I don't know. I have no idea what what the unknown is going to be. I wish I did. I I know some certainties that home is going to be the safest place. And if you haven't planned for it, you're going to be in trouble. Avoiding Job's advisors. I'm going to, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the Old Testament for a minute because it's appropriate here. In the book of Job, bad things happen to Job. You remember there's all kinds of plagues. And Job had three advisors. And every time something bad would happen to Job, he would go to his three advisors and he'd say, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think I should do? And at the end of the book of Job, we find out that Job's advisors had one thing in common 
Throughout the entire, they were always 100% wrong. When it comes to planning for long-term care and Medi-Cal and VA benefits and paying for care and the enormous cost of living, of doing this, I mean, there are a lot of Job's advisors floating around. There are hundreds of websites, thousands. And I've looked at almost all of them, and most of them are wrong. I can't tell you how many people every week call me and say, I read this somewhere, is that true? And I say, no, that's not true. And it's because there's more misinformation, as there are in most cases, than there are is information. So you're talking to California's leading source on the issues of aging. I've been doing it longer than anybody else. I've been doing it better than anybody else. And this is where you want to be. When you're ready to take action on all this stuff, contact me. Go to my website. Call me. But get involved. Make sure you follow me on Facebook, where I've got Facebook Live videos constantly and updates and all that kind of stuff. This is where you want to be when it comes to the issues of aging. Look for up my upcoming podcast. Some of the subjects I'm going to cover are Medi-Cal eligibility how to hold a family conference, how to choose a care facility, how to get quality care at home, how do you find a good caregiver, essential documents that include frailty planning. Notice I didn't say estate planning documents. I said essential documents. They're different. What What about PACE? What about IHSS? What about admission versus observation? One of the most important topics I will cover there will be more coverage of, of uh, care contracts. What's the difference between Medicare and Medi-Cal? What about recovery? What's a dual eligible? How to avoid probate? How to pay for care? Dealing with nursing home and hospital administrators? And much, 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 much more. This is where you want to be. This podcast on a new subject it will be out about every other week. About every two weeks. Check my website, assetsandaging.com, for the calendar and the schedule. Don't miss out on the most important information you can get when it comes to the issues of aging. Again, you can follow me on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and, of course, my website. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you found this beneficial. I look forward to hearing from you. And, again, when in doubt, take action. How do you take action? You get a hold of me today. Don't wait until tomorrow. I've learned over 35 years of doing this that more often than not, tomorrow may be too late.